welcome to Dial a Sermon from the Parishes of Balbra and Clown. Here's a sermon that I preached for Harvest Festival in Balbra on the 10th of October. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we journeyed together through the first lockdown in 2020, we each gained, I think, an appreciation of the natural world. I can remember going for a walk to the Bluebell Wood and walking over the M1 bridge and the motorway having no cars on it at all. It was so quiet. It was so quiet that in lockdown all of us noticed more birdsong. I noticed more varieties of birds visiting my garden, perhaps because I just hadn't taken the time to look before. I saw amazing images from the canals of Venice, showing fish swimming in clear waters. They were so incredible, I thought they were fake at first. It felt like, for just a few months, the earth was given a breather, given space, almost like a bird being released from a cage spreading its wings. We were shown a glimpse as well of how changing our behaviour can really make a difference to the planet. This place Pope Francis described in his encyclical on the environment, written in 2015, as our common home. Francis is inspired by his namesake, Francis of Assisi's beautiful song, The Canticle of the Sun. He begins his encyclical by saying this, Laudato si mi signore, praise be to you, my lord. In the words of this beautiful canticle, St Francis of Assisi reminds us that our common home is like a sister with whom we share our life, and a beautiful mother who opens her arms to embrace us. Praise to you, my Lord, through our sister, Mother Earth, who sustains and governs us, and who produces various fruit with coloured flowers and herbs. This sister now cries out to us, because of the harm we have inflicted on her by our irresponsible use and abuse of the goods with which God has endowed her. We have come to see ourselves as her lords and masters, entitled to plunder her at will. The violence present in our hearts, wounded by sin, is also reflected in the symptoms of sickness evident in the soil, in the water, in the air and in all forms of life. This is why the earth herself, burdened and laid waste, is among the most abandoned and maltreated of our poor. She groans in travail. We have forgotten that we ourselves are dust of the earth. Our very bodies are made up of her elements – We breathe her air and we receive life and refreshment from her waters. If we see the earth as a member of our family, it changes our perspective on how we treat it. This week it was the feast of St Francis of Assisi, so let me read to you a little more from Pope Francis's letter about this. I believe that St Francis is the example par excellence of care for the vulnerable and of an integral ecology lived out joyfully and authentically. He is the patron saint of all who study and work in the area of ecology and he is also much loved by non-Christians. Francis helps us to see that an integral ecology calls for openness to categories which transcend the language of mathematics and biology and take us to the heart of what it is to be human. Just as happens when we fall in love with someone, whenever he would gaze at the sun or the moon or the smallest of animals, he burst into song, drawing all other creatures into his praise. He communed with all creation, even preaching to the flowers, inviting them to praise the Lord, just as if they were endowed with wisdom. 
His response to the world around him was so much more than intellectual appreciation or economic calculus. For to him, each and every creature was a sister united to him by bonds of affection. That is why he felt called to care for all that exists. If we approach nature and the environment without this openness to awe and wonder, if we no longer speak the language of fraternity and beauty in our relationship with the world, our attitude will be that of masters, consumers, ruthless exploiters, unable to set limits on their immediate needs. By contrast, if we feel intimately united with all that exists, then sobriety and care will well up spontaneously. What is more, St Francis, faithful to scripture, invites us to see nature as a magnificent book in which God speaks to us and grants us a glimpse of his infinite beauty and goodness. Through the greatness and beauty of creatures, one comes to know by analogy their maker, says the Book of Wisdom. Indeed, his eternal power and divinity have been made known through his works since the creation of the world, writes Paul to his letter to the Romans. For this reason, Francis asked that part of the friary garden always be left untouched, so that wild flowers and herbs could grow there, and those who saw them could raise their minds to God, the creator of such beauty. Rather than a problem to be solved, the world is a joyful mystery to be contemplated with gladness and praise. So I'm so grateful for Pope Francis's letter putting so clearly these points. I'd like to challenge us in two ways today. Firstly, how can we change our behaviour towards creation? How can we treat the earth and its creatures as our sister? Perhaps there is one small change you can make such as no longer buying plastic bottles or buying vegetables from a local farm instead of the supermarket. During this pandemic, we have learnt that it is possible to change our behaviours and quite quickly. So let's recommit to caring for Sister Earth. Just as Francis encouraged part of the friary garden to be left wild, in Old Testament law, Farmers were expected to leave the edges of their fields unploughed so that the poor could be provided for. This is inefficient farming in the modern world, but the modern attitude to Earth's resources has become exploitative. This attitude of eking out every last bit that the land can produce has begun to seep, I think, into our attitudes to our own lives and the time that we spend. So my second challenge today is to view our lives a little as if they are a farm that needs to be cultivated. What kind of farmer are you? Do you try and eke out as much as you can from the land, leaving no breathing space, no areas for the wild flowers to grow? Is there an area of your life that you need to leave fallow for a while? Give yourself a breather so that the ground can recover. Perhaps you've been exploiting the land of your life, pushing it to its limit. Perhaps the pandemic has done this to you and you need to take stock. Let's try and leave part of our week, part of our time to grow wild. 
This feels counterintuitive in our capitalistic world that prizes efficiency and profit above all else. Let us make sure that we take our Sabbath rest with God, that we create space for wildflowers to grow, that we create time for spending with others, so that we have spare resources that we can share with those in need. And then, when it comes to harvest again next year, we might be able to tell stories of new growth, new life, giving praise to the Creator of all. Amen.